gonna make sure that we get the whole first part today. And some other time you will get the B field. So you will get the second part. But today you're gonna get the first part, which is your steps, which you would have got before, but we had some difficulties in getting here. So I do apologize. And I also want to remind the men once again that the men's group will start when the ladies start their group come back up. So put it on your calendar on the 18th at 3.30. Am I correct, ladies? At 3.30, the men's group will start. So we want y'all men to come on around and we're going to get our group in so we can become what the women don't want to beat us with. All right. Also, get your calendars ready because it's, it, it's getting close to a wedding date around here. And I think it's on the 12th. Am I right, Brother Bob? All right. So at 4 o'clock, get your do-does out. Get your fancy duds together. We're going to get Bob and, and the missus all married up. All right there. Okay. And I think that's all the announcements that we, that we missed out on. All right. Let us have a quick word of prayer and let's get into the word of God. Father God, we thank you for this day. And Lord, I'm just asking that you decrease me and increase you in Jesus name I pray amen amen and amen now today since we got a small crowd don't think I don't preach no different than if I had 10,000 here I preach the same way if I got one to 10,000 so get ready get ready get ready because I'm coming the same way now I since we do got a small crowd I'm gonna let y'all help me today so get your Bibles get whatever apparatus you use Get your Bibles open today and turn to Psalms 119 verses 58 through 60. I need your help today because my eyes is a little bad. So I'm going to need your help with me here today. This verse that we found here is nestled in between two other verses. And I need for you to look at these other verses because I'm going to need for you to help me read these other two verses that it is nestled in between. I want you to see some lighted things that I want you to understand today. Remember the title of the sermon is called Your Steps. I want you to realize today that I do not and will not do a resolution. A resolution is what you have made a determination to follow through with. Understand, it's something that you make a determination to, to follow through with. And most people do this at the beginning of the year. And I want you to realize that if you do anything or you try to do anything on your own strength, you will fail. Understand, if you try to do anything under your own strength against an adversary that's more powerful than you, you will fail. Hear me now. 
You cannot go against an adversary that's been here since the beginning of time and expect to defeat him or expect to outwit him. No kind of way are you able to whip the devil. So there's nothing that you can do under your own strength. The Bible says, I can do all things through who? Christ that strengthens me. So if I have a goal through Christ Jesus, then I can look forward to the victory. Amen? Amen. All right. Now, I want you to understand that your steps are very important. Your steps is the reason that Christ Jesus came. It's about your steps, not about somebody else's steps. He didn't come because of somebody else. If don't nobody else received the Lord Jesus Christ, he came because of you. You put him on the cross. You called him from heaven. You put him on the cross. You got him beaten. You got got him risen and you is the reason that he showed up so i want you to understand this it is your steps that is the reason for this here sermon today so i want you to hold on to your to your seats today we're going to look at some stuff today now i want you to look at verse number 58 and uh, in, in psalms 119 y'all help me out read that verse for me together if you don't mind read please Let's read together. All everybody who got a Bible. Psalms 119. Verse 58. Psalms 119, verse 58. Let us all read together. Let's read. I enter into your favor with my whole heart. Be merciful to me according to your word. I entreated my my favor with my whole heart. I entreated your favor with my whole heart. I entreated. Understand this here. He's not talking about somebody else. Who are you talking about? I. The psalmist wrote about what he did. I entreated my favor with my whole heart. He done this with everything that was in him. All that was within him. All that is him. All that he had everything that was about him. He entreated the Lord's favor with his heart. Everything that was about him, all that he could, all that he had within him, he entreated the favor of the Lord. I want to ask you a question today. Who have you put your all into today? What have you tried to do? What have you attempted to do? What have you tried to do that you have taken away from God? What have you put your all into? Was it a ball game? Was it a car? Was it a home? Was it a past memory? What have you put your all into? What have you cried over? How many of you ever sat down and cried over God? How many of you let a tear out because God has been so good to you? What have you done for God lately? 
What a way to start a new year off, that you entreat all of you for the favor of God. He said, I done this. He didn't need nobody to stand before him and tell him to do it. He didn't need nobody to sit down and beat him over the head to do it. He said, I did this. I done this. How many of you chased after God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind? How many of you have done this for God? He said, I entreated with all I am for your faith. Mm, my Lord, help me, Jesus. That second part of that verse, did you see it? What the second part say? Be merciful to me according to your word. Be merciful. But he said, don't just be merciful to me. He said, but do it according to thy word. Understand that according to his word, he understood that the word got some regulations to it. It's got some laws to it. You see, the word says that there is some right and some wrong. He said, according, if I'm walking in your ways, be merciful to me. Because you're going to go by your statue, not by mine. According to what you have set in place, not by what I want you to do. How many of you told your children when, when you was raising your children and they was coming up, don't do what I do, do what I say. Because there was some things already in place. He's telling him, Lord, by what you have established already, be merciful unto me. Be merciful unto me. And then verse number 60. Look at verse number 60. It's such a beautiful verse. It's not many words in verse number 60. Look what it says about the commandments. Look what it says. Let's read it together. It said, I made haste to do what? To keep your commandments. I made haste. Who made haste? I made haste to keep your commandments. I didn't make haste to run away from your commandments. I made haste to keep the commandments that you have established. I made haste to make sure that I walk in the ways that you have set pace. I made haste to establish the things that you have made priority. 
In other words, I wanted to walk with you. <coughs> In other words, I wanted to do what you wanted me to do. I wanted to be like you. I wanted to start the way you wanted me to start. And I wanted to end up where you wanted me to end up. I wanted to be transformed. How many of you make it your priority to walk in the ways of Jesus Christ? How many of you make it your business on a day-to-day -day basis to please God first? It's your steps. It's your steps. He said, I make haste. He didn't say, he, he didn't say I need somebody to remind me. He didn't say that I need some preacher to stand up before me every day to tell me. He didn't say that I need that somebody to be beating me over the head with the Bible. He said, I make haste because I know what's right and what's wrong. I know what I should be doing. But the question is, how do we know? How do we know? How do we know? Let's look at that 59th verse. That verse 59. And let's read this verse together. And I want to decipher this verse. I want to take my time with it for a little bit. Because this is a verse that we all need to put into our memory. This is a verse that we all need to hold on to. Let's read verse 59 together. Verse 59, let's read. I thought of my ways and I turned my feet toward your testimony. I thought, I, notice these three verses thought started off with I. It didn't start off with somebody told me, somebody had to help me, somebody had to show me. God, you had to give me a lightning bolt. God, you had to spank me. It started off with I. I know. Because God gives us a conscience. He gives us a Holy Spirit. God gives us an understanding. The Bible says in Romans 28 that God puts it in every man. An understanding of, of his own presence. I thought on my ways. He pondered on his ways. And he turned his feet toward the testimonies. The written word of God. You had to pick it up. 
and you had to study it. Study it to show himself approved. Need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. He had to study the word of God. He or she had to realize that God's way is the right way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except by me. He had to ponder on the way that he was going. Sometimes you have to look at yourselves and realize, am I going God's way or am I going the adversary's way? Sometimes you have to just stop and take a moment of looking at your own self. You can't take time out and look at your everybody else's ways. You have to look at your own self and ponder on your own steps day by day. That's what it's called about meditation. That's what it calls about studying. That's what it comes about getting with God all by yourself. Many a times we real busy with the news. We get real busy with what everybody else have to say. We get real busy with what our family is doing, but we don't get busy with God. And many a times we need to get busy with God. And a lot of times when we don't look at our own steps, we can get out of step. And when we get out of step, we can cause a miraculous downfall. Not only can we cause a downfall in our own lives, we can cause others to fall away as well. The Bible says that Peter and, and Paul was together and Peter began to eat with the his own kind and then sooner or later a group of them came along and Peter separated himself because he got caught up in the society things that he wouldn't want to eat with the Jews and the Gentiles and he separated himself and Paul rebuked him for it because he caused some to fall away. And Peter learned in Acts chapter 11 because the same thing happened as he began to sit on top of the rooftop and Peter learned because Peter had a vision. The Bible says in Acts 11 that the brethren asked him about it and Peter said that there was a sheet that rolled down before me. Had all kind of manner of food upon it. And it said, how can you call uncommon what I have called common? And it told Peter to go with the men that was there and follow them. And a Jew went into a Gentile's house and the power of the Lord fell upon them as well. 
Peter understand that his steps was important. You see, your steps are important. You see, it makes a difference how you step. It makes a difference how you step everywhere you go. It even makes a difference, especially how you step in the house of the Lord. The Bible makes a very cautious step in the house of the Lord. In Leviticus chapter 20, verses one through seven, we don't have time to read it right now, but when you get home, read it. In Leviticus chapter 20, verses 1 through 7, the Bible is speaking as God spoke to Moses. The Bible says he told Moses, he said, listen, Moses, go and talk to the children of Israel one more time. You see, Aaron was in charge, but Moses was the lawgiver. And he tell him, he say, now you go tell him one more time for me. He say, cause some of them brought over that past mess. Some of them brought with them that past mess. See, some of them had brought with them from Egypt that mess. That stuff he tried to free them from, they brought it with them. And what they had brought was an idol called Molech. And Molech was an idol for which didn't stand too high. They had brought the little statues with them. And what they would do would heat up the arms of Molech. And what they would do was sacrifice their children upon the arms of this idol. And God told them, he said, listen, they doing this and they sacrificing their children upon it. And then they coming into the house of the Lord. And they misrepresenting the house of the Lord. He said, not only are they doing that, he said, people are knowing this. And he said, I'm gonna cut them off from their people. And what people don't understand what that simply mean is, I'm gonna kill them. I'm gonna cut them off from their blessings. I'm gonna kill each and every one of them for disrespecting my house, for defiling my temple. I am going to kill them. I'm gonna kill their families. I'm gonna kill everything about them. And he said, not only that, I'm going to kill those that know that they're doing it because they won't speak up against it. They just watching them as they are defiling the house of God. Molech was that devil that come into the house of God. You see, there are some that come into God's house just to defile it. They ain't come to worship God's house. And others sit and watch it and they accept it. 
and God's telling you that you watching it and you letting it be defiled and God said, I'm going to cut you off from my people. And some people say, well, God don't do that anymore. But the Bible says there's a way your steps is supposed to go in the house of God. The Bible says in Corinthians that even some slept because they didn't take the sacraments like they supposed to. Because there is a way and an order in God's house. And God will kill you dead for disrespecting his house. God's house is a place of worship. His house is a place of his glory. His house is a place of his representation. It's not a whoremongering den. It is his house. And his glory is supposed to be seen. And if you see it out of order, you as a child of his is supposed to tell it and get it in order. This year, God is calling for order in his house and in his people. God is calling for order. And God said, order in my house and in my people. This is our time because God has something in store for his people. But his house must be in order. His house must be in order. Now, in God's defense for his people, when the children of Israel got in order and got his house in order, the house flourished and his people flourished. Remember, that God loves you and he always will but it is an individual effort it is an effort of each individual policing themselves I I thought upon my ways I thought upon my ways my ways I know all of my ways have not been perfect I know all of my ways ain't been perfect for my wife but I'm going to do a better step through the grace of God to be better to my wife than I have been amen I know all of my ways haven't been perfect to the church, but I'm going to be 
through the grace of God, be better to the church than I have been. What about you? Is it anything that you can tell or confess to God? What about you? Is it anyone here that can tell that maybe you haven't had an opportunity to even close out with God that you have not even made a confession unto salvation? Or maybe you have something you just want to confess to God that you haven't been what you needed to be. You haven't done what you needed to do. And you want to make this confession through Jesus Christ. I can be better. The altar is always open. It is always open. And it's always open to anyone who wishes to make their confession. It is open.